Fellas, I hope y'all are doing well, man. This is going to be number seven of this series. It's been a while since I've touched on this. I want to say nearly a week, but uh, with the way I drop my episodes, I usually keep stuff uh, on deck, and I don't hit release until every couple of days. I'm trying to keep the content not only consistent, but, like, good. You know, because I could just simply go on here and rant daily or have some other shit like that going on, but... um. So, yeah, man, this is going to be my seventh seventh show on why MGTOW exists. I don't, I, I may actually just run out of content on this and just eventually get into the daily news, daily story type of thing. But, you know, while I'm still, I've got, you know, ammo in the chamber as far as philosophies and whatnot, I wanted to talk about something that, you know, most people don't notice. We have a very, very gynocentric culture. That's, there's no denying that. As much as women are projecting their sexism, the fact that they're sexist, the fact that society is inherently sexist towards men, they're projecting that onto men to make men the bad guys. It's verifiably, you know, the opposite of what they say. And one of the worst, one of the worst things about, you know, the real sexism out here, other than, you know, obviously here and there, you know, individual women probably have complaints that they can make and they're probably valid on a societal level because of egalitarianism society has for some reason sought to tear men down even though it's such it's such a weird thing it's like why and women are on board with it too until they realize that 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 it's working against them it's killing birth rates and whatnot but here's like they want like men to be torn down a peg they feel that men's advantage is their hard work, the results of the fruits of their labor, it's all a result of their gender and they need to be torn down a peg in order to make, I don't know, a world, the work environment a better place for women. As a matter of fact, women are the majority of the workforce. So it's like, you get that. Women are like, they beat their chest, they write articles talking about how strong women are, how weak men are, how much how empowering it feels to be the majority of workers how empowering it feels to make more money than men all that shit They're, they have these five minutes of fame with this stuff they're very happy uh, very short lived happiness by the way but they're happy they're happy as hell in these positions right but then you know age 35 knocks on the door crow's feet starts to settle in outside of their eyes around the eyelids you know what I'm saying Wrink- forehead starts to wrinkle the brightness in her eyes starts to go away. The thousand cock stare starts to set in. Some of y'all got kids by multiple kids by multiple men. Some of y'all start gaining weight. And you start looking around like, okay, where are all the good men at? Where what happened to men? Why aren't men men anymore? I hear that a lot and I laugh how y'all are all women. When I say y'all, I mean women. Y'all's like saving grace for what the fuck's going on is not that y'all ain't shit and y'all destroyed men to the detriment of yourselves. No, 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 no. You want to say it's men not stepping up, not measuring up. Men are inadequate for you. 80-20 rule. Because you've only left about the strongest of men, which I guess is a little bit of nature, but only the strongest of men have survived these waves of feminism that have sought to tear men down. And I know this isn't the subject matter, but let me build the premise first. And you get this 80-20 rule because the 
men isolated from feminism were those men in that 20%, that top 10%, either too wealthy or too independent of corporations, and then eventually maybe their own corporations, to, I guess, suffer the consequences of fucking feminism. Now, with all that being said, another cry women often make is they don't like the fact that youth and beauty are what men look for in women. Women. Not necessarily youth, I would say. It's a guarantee for quote-unquote beauty. Or, you know, a woman, for the most part, is going to look her best. But, and this is a big but, and this is why you see so many gym thoughts. And I'm glad. I'm happy chicks are getting their shit together, getting their ass in the fucking gym. But, you know, a 34, 35-year-old woman who is on her shit dieting and exercising she's going to look better even though she may not have the fertility that a 25 year old woman will have the average chick in America is a fat thought who just does nothing but live off the fucking fact that she's somewhat somewhat cute and has been buying her food all the time so the vast majority of what she eats is like restaurant food and cheesecake factory and shit she should not be eating more than like a day or a day a week more than a meal a week Maybe two meals a week you could have that are shitty on average. You know, they say uh, most dietitians will tell you 90-10. So, for example, every 10 meals you eat, hey, go ahead and have a burger. Have a pizza. Not a whole pizza, but you can say, go ahead and enjoy something you like. But then for the other nine meals, stick with, you know, low-carb, high-protein, high-vegetable, high uh, you know, fruits and vegetables. Uh, it, it, nutrition, or what do they call it? Nutrient-rich foods. What's, this is the shit they got me on. I'm working with a nutritionist right now. So you got to stick with the, that nutrient-rich shit. With all that being said, though, that 35-year-old who's doing all those things and working out, and I've seen this, not only, uh, uh, porn's not a great example, but I think porn's a microcosm for that. It's these chicks, these MILFs in porn, you notice they're chiseled, they got abs, and not everybody's into the buff woman look, but they, these porn stars, they do it just right. Uh, Kendra Lust comes to mind. Don't act like y'all don't know who the fuck that is. She's in her 40s and looks better than 20-year-olds right now. Granted, for recreation. Obviously, you ain't gonna get no, I mean, if you wanted to, why would you want to have a baby with a porn star? But outside of the recreation, she looks better than 20-year-olds. And that's what's funny as hell about this. But let me get in to what real objectification is. Real objectification. Now, a part of me, I'm not unsympathetic. I'm not an asshole. And I don't think this is... Realistically, man, I don't like the fucking labels. MGTOW, feminism, I wish we could throw all this shit out to be 100% honest with you. Republican, left, right, Democrat, all this shit. Can we throw all this out and just talk about the individual? Why not? Let's just do free individual society, protect basic human rights, life, liberty, property, protect, you know, small businesses, big businesses, make sure they're not... I mean, if they, they want to step in and prevent monopolies, I don't like that. I honestly think a freer market would be more pro-labor than a fucking giant labor for the, like the England. England's so obsessed with labor, as in basically they they are 
making it more favorable to, favorable to be a business worker than a business owner. And there are so many laws allowing for business worker, you know, workers to treat the owners of the business like shit. They're essentially, you start a business in England and become successful and the people who work for your business become the prop, you know, they get to reap the benefits of your business even though it's, you know, you're doing the overhead and all that. But neither are there, right? I am not unsympathetic to women. So on while I do kind of look at it like, uh, hey, okay, hey, maybe they don't want to be judged exclusively by quote unquote youth and beauty. I get that. That makes sense. Because a bitch can't control, I mean, human, we hit the wall, but guys hit the wall too, let's be real. But we can't control the fact that we age. It's a biological reality of being a human being that we only got maybe 80, 90 years at best. And that's if you're lucky. That's if you're lucky you got 80 years on this bitch. You got an 80-year ride. Aging is just a part of it. But I would venture that a woman who is a great wife for the extended period of the lifetime, marriage, whatever relationship, like the hot chick who's lazy as shit versus the mediocre chick who's a really good wife and is down and doing the same thing consistently throughout the marriage, which is very rare, but let's just hypothetically say there's a, there's a woman out there who is doing her role as the wife from sunup to sundown, just like the man doing his role sunup to sundown. She is going to make a better wife over the period of 50 years of a marriage than the hot chick who's just hot and does nothing, can't cook, can't clean. And this is one one of the funny things is, like, there's so many ugly chicks out there who can't cook clean or do anything. She don't even want to fuck her husband half the time. I'm like, how are y'all wives? Like, you don't deserve the title of wife. And it's not about it's not about fucking your husband, but I mean, yeah, it kind of is. Sex is mutual, and that's something men want. And you know, every day you get something you want. Plenty of men are against their will having to support your Amazon habits. What are these women buying? You know, Scentsy fucking candles and essential oils and shit. Those fucking ionizers for essential oils are like two and three hundred dollars. And KitchenAid mixers and fucking air fryers and robot vacuums. Men are buying all this shit from women against their will. Remember, these men don't want to buy this shit. And yet, when men are like, hey, you know, men need to submit a little bit financially so women can buy stupid shit. But if men are like, hey, women should submit a bit, submit a little bit sexually and maybe fuck her husband two or three times a week. Now that we turn around, we're like, again, gynocentrism. Society's gynocentric as hell. Like, no, women can't make that concession. Fuck that. That's sexist. That's rape. Marital rape. Okay. Anyway. Real objectification. Think about this. As a woman... And like, as I described earlier, the 35-year-old chick got her shit together, dieting, exercising, lifting, all that good shit. That's all she needs. She's in there. I mean, because she's healthy, she clearly knows how to make a halfway decent meal. So double, I mean, that's a quadruple win. She can cook, cook good food, and she was willing to go to the gym with you and work out. I mean, you talk about, okay, that's good. And then she's a, a decent person to be around. Like, be a pleasant human being. Know how to cook. Because we can cook. Guys, let's not act like... We, we know... Get, if you don't know how... 
Learn how to fucking cook. Like, I had a co-worker. I think I talked about him on this show before. Like, you are a 30-something-year-old man, and you cannot cook. Like, this man is, like, worse than a fucking girl or a woman in 2020. Like, this is a grown man in his fucking 30s, and every meal he eats is from a restaurant. While, hey, maybe cost-effective-wise, you don't need to be buying a whole package of chicken and making all this food if you're one person. And maybe, at the end of the day, he's spending less on groceries than somebody with a family. I can hear that. But at the end of the day, he's skinny for now. But I'm like, dude, this daily McDonald's shit. I mean, he's skinny in his 30s and he's still able to eat junk because he eats McDonald's, Taco Bell, shit like that. I'm like, dude, at some point, at some point, even though you're still kind of slim, you you know, all the shit you eat, they're make, it's making deposits on your health. And at some point, they're going to fucking withdraw on your ass. But neither are there. But that... It's just back on the woman thing. Like, let's, like I talk about, the, the fit woman can cook. Has really all you need is a woman. You, hey, you can cook. You you can, you know how to keep yourself in shape. And then recreationally, you like to work out, so you and your husband can work out together. Uh, also, you're a pleasant person. You win. You you not only in, but you win. You in and you win. And women will say, you know, have asking them to meet that. It's impossible. Men are shallow, and we're not going to do it. We're going to eat. 9,000 calories and be like Tess Holiday and Lizzo and, and fuck men. <sighs> but yet, if we go over to men and ask women, or you can ask women actually, what they want in a man, what their standards are, what typically I will tell, tell you guys is the rule, the rule of three to attract women. Women have actually said there was the rule of six. I cut that in half. And making meeting the rule of three actually probably could set you beneath a lot of men because they have even higher standards than the rule of three or the six, three sixes. Some women call it the six sixes. The six sixes is ridiculous. So let's go through these and unpack how objectified men are and how women need to shut the fuck up about this shit because it's ridiculous. Men have to look good, be good, have good money. We have to have good everything. And that's what the still get. So of the six sixes, I'll go through the three ridiculous ones first. So, 600 horsepower car. Bit ridiculous. What the fuck do you, what, what do you want? What does that matter? You're not going to drive a car with that much power in it. Are you saying you want a man to have an, an Italian sports car like a Ferrari or something like that or a Lambo? Is that what your requirement is? Men clearing six figures, some of them are, are, aren't making the kind of money to, to be buying a Lambo anyway. So, that's stupid as hell. So, 600 horsepower is one of the six sixes. What's the, the next six? Uh, I want to say six credit cards. Why the fuck would you have six lines of credit out there unless you were doing business? To just have that many lines of credit so a bitch can run up in Goldman Sachs. They're not Goldman Sachs. That's a business. A woman would never step foot in there if it doesn't satisfy her ego or buy her stupid shit like shoes. Um, so going up to Chanel and Louis and all that shit, running all six lines of credit out to the max. That's a really stupid thing to ask for man to have. But, you know, of the six sixes, you got 600 horsepower. Like, stupid as fuck. 600 horsepower car. Six, six, six credit cards. Really fucking stupid. And the third six, I think, is really stupid. Is, uh, I want to say... Uh, six months removed from a relationship. So, that one is clearly female bias. Gynocentric bullshit. They want you nice and thirsty. They want... They assume that you aren't like them and aren't being a hoe. Women, when they're single, they're hoes. In between relationships, chicks probably sleep with 50, 60 guys. And that's not an exaggerated number. 
and we're talking about this could be in the span of a couple of months. 50, 60 guys, nothing to a chick. Because you got to remember how easy dudes are, how easy it is to get dick. And even at the upper level of men, at the up, like a male 10, the male equivalent of one of these high-end IG models. Who's the number one IG chick? I think, I want to say her name is Jen, behind Rihanna and the celebrity females. But like a Jen Selter, the biggest chick on IG outside of celebrities. Unlike her, the male equivalent of her in value will sleep with anybody and anything at any time. Simply because it's recreational for him. So, but with all that being said, the women have access to these high-value men. So, going into more, uh, I guess you would say detail. What are the other sixes? Or the last six? I'm sorry, the, what did I say? Two, three. So, I got three of them already. So, the main three, I think, that covers the basics. Because you're a 600 horsepower car, six credit cards or more, and six months removed from a relationship. And then the last three are like tangible things, which is six pack abs, six feet tall, uh, six figure income. So essentially what they're saying, and, and what's not included in the six sixes is, you know, be really good looking in the face, like be cute and whatnot. So a man has to be really good looking in the face, be 12, I think, I want to say between 12 and 20% of men are six feet tall or taller six feet or taller so be within like 18 24 percent of men in height be symmetrically good looking in the face be in shape enough to have abs and also probably good decent muscle build around your arms and legs have a ton of money six-figure income you're talking 15 percent maybe of, of men uh meet all of these standards and for what a pudgy bitch who's going to be ugly and by 35 and fat and is not going to make a good wife and is nowhere near a sound investment and she's nothing but a fucking liability. All women are liabilities. No, they're like 2% of women in relationships are actually a financial asset to a man. 2%. Very, very, very rare. But all that being said, tell me what's objectifying. Having to work out and be cute and ladylike and cook or having to meet six sixes. Anyway, y'all have a good one. Y'all tell me what objectification is. I'm out.